You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, villagers! Happy, happy, happy Friday! I hope everyone had an awesome Thanksgiving. I bet everyone is a little turkey hung over today. And that is a-okay. I am doing the same thing. Lounging in my Lulu's on the couch. Snuggling with my pup. How was your Thanksgiving? I hope that you got to spend it with family and with lots of really, really good food. And for me... I hope everyone got baby snuggles over your Thanksgiving. That is definitely what makes holidays complete for me. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. You are listening to episode number 78. Thank you so much for showing up today, for showing up for me, for showing up for yourself, for showing up for the women and children of our world. Thank you for... Come in here today to make a better tomorrow. As holidays come around, I often see and hear and sometimes experience myself boundary offenders, people who just can't maybe recognize your boundaries and if they do, they just don't respect them. Maybe they don't know how to respect your boundaries. Maybe that's the problem. Today's episode, I am diving into how to set boundaries with family and friends during the holidays. Obviously, this is more applicable when you're pregnant because it makes your body a topic of conversation. It makes people feel like they can touch you and comment on your body without your permission, maybe without your knowledge. So today I hope that I will be able to equip you and arm you with a few things that will help prepare you to go into the next holiday and hopefully be better protected against unwarranted comments, thoughts, and touches. Before we jump too far into setting boundaries, I want to stop and do a quick body scan. If you're not driving and you're in a safe place to do so, why don't you close your eyes, take a deep breath in, breathe all the way deep down like your breath is an elevator going from your mouth to your throat, to your chest, to your tummy. Breathing that breath all the way down to your feet. Exhale, letting your elevator come up from your feet, through your legs, your tummy, your abdomen, your chest, your throat, 
and finally back out of your mouth. Take a few moments just to check in with your body and see what your body is telling you, what's your body communicating to you. What are you needing to listen to today? For me, that quick exercise is always a nice little reset, and I find that I can do it pretty much anywhere. Um, I can do it on public transportation. I can do it in the back of an Uber. I can do it walking down the street. I can do it right before a big meeting. I can do it right before a big call. I can do it right after a really stressful call or a stressful meeting. Um, I'm constantly doing it in the birth room. This little exercise is something that I use all the time every day, throughout the days, in so many situations. Okay, on to boundary setting. The reason that we're all here, right? To set those boundaries. So when I first start thinking about being around family during the holidays, obviously it's the first thought is happiness and joy. But then there's always that creeping thought of an uncomfortable conversation or that one family member who just can't get it through their head that they don't want you touching their belly or that one friend that just can't keep their thoughts to themselves. So how do you set boundaries with these people? I sat down and I created a list of five things that I employ when I am going into any large crowds or maybe a crowd that I don't know a lot of people. This is just my way of kind of protecting myself when I'm anticipating the unknown. Holidays with the family, what is more unknown than that? So number one, think ahead. Now this is a two-part bullet point. Uh, this is all on you too. So matter of fact, all of this is on you. This entire list is all on you. This is a way that you can stay in control during the holidays of your mindset, of your emotions, of your mental health, of you, you, you. It's on you to stay in control of you. So number one, thinking ahead. Breaking that down into two different pieces, I want you to first start to prepare yourself mentally. I want you to prepare what might come up. What do you think that Aunt Jo might ask? What do you think that your brother's girlfriend might make a snarky comment about what is it that that family friend that has absolutely no boundaries and honestly doesn't see your boundaries, what kind of boundaries are they going to cross? What is it that you might be facing this holiday season or at this particular family visit? Once you have prepared yourself for that, the good news is you have time to mentally prepare yourself even more. So the second part to think ahead is Thinking ahead of how you will respond to these situations. Now, I like to think individually about people. Um, it's helpful, obviously, if you know these people, or it's only possible if you know the people that you're going to be around. You know who they are and their personality and how they respond to things and how they receive things, and you know probably how to communicate with them. 
it's a little harder if you're going to be in a group of people that you don't know. So if this is the first time that you're visiting a certain family or if you're going into a group that is maybe ever-changing, say um, a work environment or um, a party of your partner's friends that might not always be the same, it's harder to predict what you might face. So it is harder to predict uh, or prepare what you might say back to those people. But I always like to prepare a statement, a general statement that I know is a core statement that I can tweak no matter who I'm talking to, and I can use it to either shut down the conversation or excuse myself from the conversation. Now, depending on who you are and your personality, it can look like various things. You might want to gently excuse yourself by saying you're going to go to the bathroom, you might want to be a little more assertive and say, you know, this just isn't something I am comfortable talking about. Me? I try and be straight up with people. I usually just say, that's not any of your business. Or I feel that was a really inappropriate question that you just asked me. Or sometimes I will make a joke out of it, depending on who the person is. And I might kid around and say, you know, whoa, I didn't know our relationship was like that. You're getting mighty frisky there with your comments, huh? There's lots of ways that you can conversations. Number two, speak up kindly. Again, prepare a statement, but then you have to use it. You have to actually speak up and use what you have prepared. Now, the first couple of times that I did this, it didn't come out nearly as well as I had prepared, right? I had this really wonderful sentence and this really wonderful comeback and it was nice and it was gentle and it was specifically curated to be kind but also assertive and also a little bit don't mess with me and it just didn't come out that way at all. That's okay. This is something that definitely takes practice. Speaking up for yourself, if you are not raised like that, if you are not used to speaking up for yourself, if you are not, you know, if that's not your normal to speak up for yourself, it's going to take you a minute to learn. There is a learning curve with this skill and that is okay. Give yourself some grace. Number three, excuse yourself. Just like what I said, if, if, you get into this situation and you are not able to come up with the statement that you had practiced pre-conversation, pre-family gathering, pre-holiday, that's okay. You can simply excuse yourself and you don't have to give an excuse of why you're leaving. You can simply say, oh, I need to step out for just a minute. You could make a phone call, you might be having pain, you might just need some breath of fresh air, you can make up any excuse. You don't ever, ever have to sit in a conversation that you're uncomfortable with. You can always excuse yourself. Number four, and this is my favorite. It's something that I learned from my mom and dad when they had babies, obviously from stories that they were telling um, of them having my sister and I, but it's something that I use with Nicholas now, and it's kind of to have Nicholas be 
um, a gatekeeper of sorts. And so you can have your partner, you can appoint your partner to be your gatekeeper, especially if the person who might be causing issues or overstepping boundaries or crossing certain lines is on their side of the family, of the relationship, of the friend zone, whatever it is. If, if it's on their side, it's easier, but that's not a requirement. It doesn't have to be on their side. It could totally be someone on your side that you say like, hey, if you see that Aunt Joe and I are having a conversation, just the two of us, do you mind just kind of swooping over there and checking in on things? I will totally let you know if we're good, but if we're not good, it would be really helpful if you could just come and check in and then you could serve as my perfect escape from the conversation. It works flawlessly. It can be as simple as your partner coming over to give you a kiss, your partner bringing you a new drink, your partner coming just to say, oh, hey, I'm so glad that the two of you found each other. And then if you need to escape, you simply walk away with your partner. Or you say, oh, you know what? I actually wanted something different to drink. And then you mosey on and you never have to circle back to Ancho again. Number five. This is the biggest one, and I think this is something that the most people struggle with, and it's just saying no. You can say no. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to say, not right now. That's not for me. No, thank you. I don't want to. You are allowed to say no. So this goes for conversations, attending different events, hosting parties, participating in holiday shenanigans. You don't have to say yes to anything. Actually, I just wrote an article for Family Education and (laughs) I wrote about why being pregnant during the holidays is awesome. And one of the reasons is because it is the perfect no. It's the perfect scapegoat to get out of anything. Oh, sorry, I'm too tired. Oh, sorry, the baby doesn't want to. I'm not feeling well. There's so many excuses. Just a simple excuse of I'm growing another tiny human is plenty enough to get you out of all obligations this holiday season. Use that belly bump to your advantage. Let that baby let you out of all sorts of things. So setting boundaries, it sounds hard, it sounds sticky, it sounds like confrontation to some folks. It does not have to be like that. So to recap ways that you can gently set boundaries and prepare yourself. Number one, think ahead. Make sure that you're preparing yourself mentally for what people might throw your way and you're preparing a statement that you can use as a general statement and tweak depending on your audience. Number two, speak up kindly. It's okay for you to say this isn't something that I want to talk about. Number three, excuse yourself. 
if for some reason you need to get up and leave the conversation to end the conversation, you have permission. Number four, if you have a partner, you can use this person as a gatekeeper. They can help ward off those boundary-crossing people that you might encounter during the holidays. And number five, often the biggest, you have permission to say no. You can say no, you can say no thank you, you can say it's not for me, or not right now. Happy holidays, villagers. Please go out into the world setting healthy boundaries, making sure that you're advocating for yourself and you are holding people accountable to respecting the boundaries that you have set in your life. Be intentional with the things that you set, with the boundaries that you set. Be intentional in the conversations that you have with people. Be gentle in your delivery and be compassionate in your approach. Remember, you never know what other people are going through, so be kind. Happy, happy holidays. I hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, if you don't celebrate, I hope you had a wonderful week. Happy Friday, villagers. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. Hello, villagers. I just wanted to hop back on here and let you guys know that registration for the fourth trimester workshop is still open. If you are an expectant parent, this is the workshop for you. We're bringing it to you in your home, on your computer, you and five other couples and two professionals. It's going to be myself and I'll be teaching you all about bringing your new baby home. I'm even going to dive into a little bit of of sleep in the last trimester and how to get you some more sleep right before your baby comes. Then we'll start to prepare for after your baby gets home. How will you get you and your partner sleep? How will you manage your household with a new baby? Secondly, you will meet Kate. She is the founder of Serenity Sleep and Wellness, and she will be diving into how you can best support your newborn sleep once you bring them home. She is going to talk all about those first few weeks and months and what you can expect and what you can do to try and get as much shut-eye as possible. You guys, sign up for the link in the show notes. You don't want to miss this. It is only open to six families. So go ahead and get your name on it now. This is going to be on November 29th, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Get your name on the list. Do not be caught off guard in postpartum. Don't let yourself have a baby and then find yourself in the midst of a complete circus and leave yourself looking back wondering why in the world you didn't prepare better for this. Come on guys, make yourself number one, put yourself as a priority for two hours. That's it. That's all I'm asking you and this will be a total game changer in your postpartum experience. I will see you guys there. Don't forget to register in the show notes. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. 
Did you know that you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook. And our Instagram tribe is Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.